This is Chapter Two, Book One, of A Journey in Other Worlds. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tom Weiss. A Journey in Other Worlds. Antecedental. Come in, sounded a voice as Dr. Cortland and Dick Arrault tapped at the door of the president of the Terrestrial Access Straightening Company's private office on the morning of the 21st of June, A.D. 2000. Colonel Bearwarden sat at his capacious desk, the shadows passing over his face as April clouds flit across the sun. He was a handsome man, and young for the important post he filled, being scarcely forty, a graduate of West Point, with great executive ability, and a wonderful engineer. "'Sit down, chappies,' said he. We have still a half-hour before I begin to read the report I am to make to the stockholders and representatives of all the governments, which is now ready. I know you smoke, passing a box of Havanas to the professor. Professor Cortland, LLD, United States government expert, appointed to examine the company's calculations, was about fifty, with a high forehead, grayish hair, and quick gray eyes a geologist and astronomer, and altogether as able a man in his own way as Colonel Bearwarden in his. Richard Ayrault, a large stockholder and one of the honorary vice-presidents in the company, was about thirty, a university man, by nature a scientist, and engaged to one of the prettiest society girls, who was then a student at Vassar in the beautiful town of Poughkeepsie. "'Knowing the way you carry things in your mind, and the difficulty of rattling you,' said Cortland, "'we have dropped in on our way to hear the speech that I would not miss for a fortune. Let us know if we bother you.' "'Impossible, dear boy,' replied the President genially. "'Since I survived your official investigations, I think I deserve some of your attention informally.' "'Here are my final examinations,' said Cortland handing Bearwarden a roll of papers, I have been over all your figures and testify to their accuracy in the appendix I have added. So they sat and chatted about the enterprise that interested Cortland and Errol almost as much as Bearwarden himself. As the clock struck eleven, the president of the company put on his hat and, saying au revoir to his friends, crossed the street to the opera house in which he was to read a report that would be copied in all the great journals and heard over thousands of miles of wire in every part of the globe. When he arrived, the vast building was already filled with the distinguished company, representing the greatest intelligence, wealth, and powers of the world. Bearwarden went in by the stage entrance, exchanging greetings as he did so with officers of the company and directors who had come to hear him. Cortland and Errolt entered by the regular door, the former going to the government representative's box, the latter to join his fiancée, Sylvia Preston, who was there with her mother. Bearwarden had a roll of manuscript at hand, but so well did he know his speech that he scarcely glanced at it. After being introduced by the chairman of the meeting, and seeing that his audience was all attention, he began holding himself erect, his clear, powerful voice, making every part 
of the Building Ring. This is the end of Chapter 2 in Book 1 of A Journey in Other Worlds. Recording by Tom Weiss